Hi, my name is Michael Tuck, and I am the associate pastor here at Bacon's Castle Baptist Church. We are a local church in Surrey, Virginia, dedicated to making disciples of Jesus Christ. This is the weekly podcast that we put out for our local church family and the church as a whole. We hope you enjoy this week's podcast. God has been doing some exciting things um, in, in Congo, especially in, in my, my church, Church of the Holy Spirit. I've been the youth pastor for, for years, and I started feeling God is calling me to step down. But I didn't know why God wanted me to step down. And then I asked God, why do you want me to step down? And God told me that this is a good time to give an opportunity to someone else, you know, that you've trained to take over. But when I looked around me, uh, I didn't know who would that person be. And it so happened that my bishop, younger son, who was not working with God at that time, just came back and he was a different person before he stopped like coming to church, he was doing drugs and all these things. But all of a sudden he comes, he has this passion for Christ. And the Lord convinced me that this was the person that you're going uh, to give your responsibility. So we did some elections, and he passed to be the youth pastor. And among the things that God is doing, he's using him in a tremendous way. You know, um, he's talking to other young people like him about his faith. Um, many people are giving their lives to Christ. When he stands to preach, God gives him like a particular grace that I've never seen before, you know, and it's such a joy in my heart to see someone that um, we led to Christ has emerged and, and be a pillar, you know, in, in the body of Christ. And I'm really thankful to, to, to God about that. And also, I bring greetings from the children in Camagnola, the feeding center in Camagnola. They say thank you very much for the work that uh, you are doing, supporting them. And they, they, they love you, and they are praying for you. And this is another way of reaching people when we support the children and giving them food. The parents are not able to do that for their own children. And this means a lot to them. And when it's done uh, by the people from the church, I mean, they start asking this question, who are these people who are giving food to our children? And they understand that it's not only these people, but they're doing it through the love of Christ. Because there are so many people who have, you know, material things or possibilities to give children food, but they can't because they don't have Christ. But because of Christ, the church stands and, and does it. 
and Church of the Holy Spirit does it through the help of Beckon Castle. And so thank you again. And God really bless you. We have uh, many churches around Bukavu and outside Bukavu. I think you've heard of the name Moses. He's one of the pastors that God has shown much grace to him. His, his church uh, had no roof, had no walls. I think the time that Pastor Jimmy was there and some other people. But right now they have roof, they can worship God, you know, and don't worry about the sun or the rain. They have like walls. And something amazing, you know, we pray for some things. We want God to give us, uh, to provide so that we can have walls. But at a certain time, we start thinking how to get rid of these walls because people now are too many. We have to extend the church. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's really amazing. And please be praying for the church in Congo. We love you, and we are praying for you as well. Amen. Amen. <laughs> so I was talking with someone yesterday, and uh, they asked me if it's, it's really important for, for people to be going for short missions. And I told uh, my friend that if you see me standing here, it's because I saw someone coming from the United States and they have impacted my life. That's why I'm standing here. If I hadn't seen that person, maybe I wouldn't be where I am. So they, you can be doing something and you think that there's nothing that you're doing and that's okay because it's the Holy Spirit who works in us. So whatever you feel like God is telling you to do, just be obedient. The beginning of everything is to be obedient to God. Even if the things that God is asking you to do does not make sense to you. If it doesn't make sense to you, it makes sense to someone else. Amen. So let's be obedient. Even to the little things that may come to our heart that do this, let's do them. And, glory, and God is going to glorify himself through that. The Word of God says that if we are faithful with little things, God is going to entrust us with big things. Amen. And, and, and that's, that's, that's the spirit. You know, let's, let's, let's do the small things, and God is going to magnify those small things for his glory. So thank you again. Uh, God has been putting something in my heart to share with the church, and this is the unity of the body of Christ. And God has put these verses in my heart, and we are in the book of First Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 12, and... 27. We're going to read verse 12 and then jump to uh, 27. The Word of God says this. Uh, 1 Corinthians 12, 12, 
and then 27. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body. So it is with Christ. 27, now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. Amen. So this is what God has put in my heart. And first of all, I want to tell you that I, I really feel the presence of the Holy Spirit in this place in a different way. And, and I feel like the church has been well instructed through the word of God. And I'm not saying this because I know Pastor Jimmy is a great teacher. You know, I look up to him. Whenever it comes to Congo, you know, I always want to call as many pastors as I can to come and listen, you know, to, to, to the word of God through him. God uses him in a tremendous way when he's back there. I don't know about you guys, but I've seen God using him in, in, in a way that changes lives of people. So, not looking at that, but I feel in the spirit that people here have been well instructed in the word of God. So that's why God allowed me like, to talk about this uh, uh, book in 1 Corinthians, because if you look at 1 Corinthians uh, chapter 1, verse 1, this is designed to people who already know Christ and who are forming a relationship with Christ. The Bible says that uh, the people who have been sanctified in Christ and called to be in his, uh, to, and called to be his holy people together with all those everywhere who call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, their Lord and Savior. That means uh, uh, th this, this is not only talking about us who are here, but us who are here having in mind that we are not alone, we have other people around the world that are like us. And sometimes we think that we are the only one, but we are not the only one. There are so many people like us out there and God wants the church to know that we form one body. And since we form one body, it is very important to know that we cannot survive on our own. We can only survive when we have that fellowship of our body. I, I, I remember in my family when we lost like three our family members, three of my sisters, like in a period of a year, one year, we lost three of them. And I mean, we, we had a choice, you know, to stay one family. And we had a choice, you know, to be separated forever and not talk to each other. Because the enemy has put poison 
and the tongues of people and talk ill about my father, saying that if my sisters are dying, you know, it's because of him. But we chose not to believe that. We chose to stay as a family and pray to God. And this is the time that my mother started seeking God. So we have a choice as a body. We have a choice as people of God to stay together or to, 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 to go everyone his own way. And when everyone goes his own way, imagine a body that the head is somewhere down the street by itself, the, the leg is somewhere else, we become scary. And we were not designed to be scary. We were designed to bring more people to the body. That, that's the intention of God, to be one all the time, to be one even when times are difficult. In Africa, we say, you know your real friend and relative when you're in trouble. Because some other people will desert you. But someone that recognizes that they are part of the body, they won't desert you. Because imagine, when I came to the United States, like few weeks uh, in the United States, this time I came with my wife, I had a problem with my tooth. And it started hurting, and I was uncomfortable. My whole body was, was involved in finding a solution, how we can put this pain to an end. My brain is thinking, you know, my hands are looking for remedies, different places. How can I find a solution? That, that's how we are called to behave as one body. When I'm having a problem, it is your problem. You are your brother's keeper. I would like someone to look at the person next to them and say, you are your brother's keeper. Amen. Amen. That, that's, that's how we are called. We are not called to live separate ways. You know, sometimes our culture can dictate our ways of living. But as Christians, we are not supposed to follow what our culture tells us to do. We are supposed to do what the Word of God tells us to do. I know it can be difficult. And it is difficult many a times. One thing that I've realized in the United States, people live their private lives. And there is nothing wrong with that. But always, we have to remember that we are not of our own. We belong to each other. Amen. And we are not only our own as Americans, but we are not our own 
as the children of God. God has created like the universe. God has created the earth. And from the video that you see, the people that we've just seen, they are our brothers and sisters. No matter their lifestyle, but their pain, we feel their pain. That way we have the responsibility of praying for them. And if it's possible, the, the responsibility to reach them. When the difficulty or the problem of a Christian brother does not mean to you, you have to ask yourself if I am still in the body or I'm outside the body. Those are the signs that God gives us. When we are, we are so much focused on ourselves and we don't want to know what is going on in the lives of other people in the body, it's becoming dangerous. This morning, the Lord has put that very much in my heart that we are responsible for each other. When we stay each when, when, when we stay together, we will receive rebuke because we are still in the body. We are not yet perfect as the Lord wants us to be perfect. We can still make mistakes. And when we receive rebuke, that's okay. It's part uh, of being one in the body. When we receive correction, it's not an opportunity for us to detach ourselves from the body. The child who is not rebuked is like not a legal child. In, in my country, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, mix of, of marriage. That means a man can have like multiple wives. We, we don't believe in that. But the culture dictates things to be like that. And sometimes women are in charge of the whole family. So the children who are not yours, you don't care as much as you care for your children. And sometimes people think that they are hurting those people. But you are not hurting them. You are teaching them the hard way. Praise the Lord. You are teaching them the hard way. But what the Lord is calling us to do here is to be one body. We who are addressed to as, as outsider, only the children of Israel were considered. Christ came for them, but they rejected, they rejected him. And so he called us in this fellowship. He called us to be one with him. We should be more careful because we have much grace. 
take with all importance that what Jesus did on the cross by dying for our sins. So we are called to be one body. We are not called to be separated. When we are separated from the body, it creates loneliness, it creates selfishness, it creates greed, envy, all these things that the book of Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 3, 1 and 5 talks about. That's the result of trying to get separated from the body of Christ. So this morning the Lord has put that in my heart to remind you that you don't belong to yourself. You belong to a body. And we are many in this body. It doesn't matter how we look like. It doesn't matter where we are from. But we all belong to one body, the body of Christ. Amen. And since we belong to one body, what happens to one part of the body happens to all of us. If it's sickness, that means it's happened to all of us. If it's a subject of praise, it's happened to all of us. Let me tell you something. There's a doctor in my city who has been really involved into helping women who have been raped. You know, my country has been in civil war for many years. So there's this doctor who studied in France. It's called Dr. Mukwege. And after fighting for the rights of women and treating women who have been raped, the world starting, started thinking what to do for him. And recently, a few weeks ago, he won the Nobel Prize. I think some of us know that, that story. And when he won the Nobel Prize, we all felt like there's a part of us that's in that Nobel Prize. It's not only for him. Because he's Christian, and in one or another way, we helped somehow. You did help. Some of you did help. Some of you visited those women. So it's not something for him. That's why I'm saying, when it's a subject of praise, it's the whole body that received the praise. That's why we should stick together. Amen. Amen. It doesn't matter how your brother or your sister may push you, but remind him that we are just in the same body. There's no way I can go. I have to be here. It's difficult to do away with your body. It's difficult to run away from your body. 
leave it somewhere and run. No. Wherever you go, you go with it. It doesn't matter if it's light or heavy, you have to carry it. Amen. And sometimes in life, things can be heavy, but we stick with the heaviness that we have. So that's what the Lord has put in my heart this morning to share with you that we are one body and we have to stay as one body. And whatever the consequences that come, we should not be cowards, but we should stand as a family, as a body, and bear the consequences. But our God is faithful. He will not, he will not leave us nor forsake us. God bless you. Amen. I'm going to pray and let Pastor Jimmy continue. Let's bow in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to thank you for the opportunity you've given us, Lord, to share what you've put in our hearts with the saints in Beckham's castle. I just want to pray for each person who has come today to understand that we are part of one body. We may play different roles in the body, but we are one, and there is no way we can be separated. Let us remember all the time our brothers and sisters around the world who are going through suffering, who are going through pain, those who do not know you and they need you. Maybe the only thing they're waiting is for us to move so they can receive your grace. I pray for the willingness for the people here to be used by you as feet, hands, mouth of your body to speak your truth to the people around the world. Thank you, Jesus, for lighting that fire in the hearts of people in this place. Thank you for giving more strength to your servant, Pastor Jimmy, his wife, and his family to continue doing this work no matter what happened. Thank you for making even him more faithful to you than he was before. We thank you, Lord, for doing this. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening this week. If you have any questions, you can email them to pastorjimmy at baconscastle.com. Also, check out our website at baconscastle.com to get to know us and see what God is doing here locally in Surrey. Be blessed. Thank you.